Hello, new listeners, and welcome back, old listeners, to A History of Hannibal, Episode 1, Introduction. I am Jamie Redfern, creator of the podcast A History of Nationalism in Ireland, which is no longer available on iTunes, but you can find on the internet if you're crafty, and A History of Alexander the Great, which has been finished, and if you like this, I'm sure you will like that too. I will be your host for this series, as we explore the life and career of everybody's favourite Carthaginian general, and use it to tell the larger story of the Punic Wars. In this brief introductionary episode, I'll give you an overview of the series, what we will cover, and briefly cover our two major sources for the period. My apologies in advance for any pronunciations I butcher. Well, as I've just said, this is going to be a very short introduction to give you a flavour of the topic. And then, next week, we shall get deeper into the topic by looking at the constitutions of Rome and Carthage, their worldviews, and their pre-Punic War relationship. After that, we shall kick-start the historical narrative with the First Punic War, which may take a few episodes to cover. We'll then cover the period between the First and Second Punic Wars, and formally bring Hannibal into the narrative. We'll cover the causes of the Second Punic War, and follow Hannibal and the Romans from the march across the Alps to Cannae, and then bring events up to speed in the other theatres of the war. Spain, Sicily, Sardinia, Greece and Africa. We'll then take events from Cannae to around Rome's recapture of Capua, and then cover roughly the same period in the other theatres of the war. We'll then do the same cycle, from around Rome's recapture of Capua, before covering the other theatres, up to the end of the war. We'll then finish off by looking at Hannibal's post-Punic War life, and concluding before looking at the Third Punic War as an epilogue. Now that we have that covered, what sources will we be using? I'll make good use of a variety of secondary sources. A particular favourite of mine is Rome Against Carthage, by Frank Dory. I will mention specific sources when I use them, but, as we all know, nothing compares to the primary sources. And our two major sources are Polybius and Livy. Born in Megalopolis... Arcadia, Greece, in the late 3rd century, and dying in 120 BC, Polybius lived to see the Roman domination of the East, and thus wrote his histories to explain the Romans to his fellow Greeks. He is a very useful source. He was friendly with many leading Romans of the day, and was the mentor of Scipio Aemilianus. Though, Dory makes the point that educators often overestimate 
their own influence. He was in fact present with Aemilianus at Carthage for the Third Punic War, seeing evidence firsthand. He very much enjoyed seeing evidence firsthand, visiting battle sites and finding the official treaties. He was very proud of this fact. He felt historians should certainly use documents to write their history, but they should see the sites, the towns, the rivers that they are writing about. They should be involved in politics. Basically, the whole kit and caboodle. I would agree with Polybius that actually doing it would make one a better historian, although I hope you, my fair listener, and dear old Polybius will forgive me if I don't try herding 30 elephants over the Alps in the midwinter to write this history. On the other hand, Livy was born at Patavium, the modern Powder, in 59 BC. Little is known of his life, but we do know that he enjoyed the friendship of the Emperor Augustus, even being a tutor to the future Emperor Claudius. While it is true he was writing well after the period we will be covering, it would be the equivalent of me writing a history of the Napoleonic Wars, no one would consider it first-hand information. But, as ancient historians, we take what we can get, and Livy is one of the better sources. It is a frequent complaint by authors of the fall of the Republic that we do not have Livy's work for the period. We must settle for Appian and Plutarch, who are using Pollio, whom we no longer have. Livy's History of Rome was originally 142 books long. Of these, only 35 have survived. But luckily for us, 10 of those books are books 21 through 30 which cover Hannibal's war, the first five charting his rise, and the second five charting his decline. Livy, like many ancient historians, was writing history as a morality tale. He says, The study of history is the best medicine for a sick mind. So we must be very careful of this. It is something the historian does often face. He also wrote to tell a good story of what he considers the greatest nation on earth. Not too dissimilar from what I'm doing. Telling a good story. Something Livy does very well. His description of Hannibal crossing the Alps is a very, very good read. Well, there you have it, a flavour of our sources, whom we shall no doubt be seeing a lot more of in the coming months. Remember, the fun doesn't stop here. Check out the website, thehistoryofpodcast.blogspot.com, the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash thehistoryofpodcast, the Twitter page, twitter.com forward slash the history of pod. I highly recommend you get involved. We have quite a nice community there. 
There was also a Facebook group called History Podcasts, which is for podcasters and podcast listeners. I'm on there, as are other history podcasters. Jamie Jeffers, Mark Schaus, Jordan Harbour, Ray Harris, Rob Kane, and Finn Dewar. I'm sure I've mispronounced that, but anyway, go check that out. We also have a Tumblr page and Google Plus page, links to which can be found on the website. There is the YouTube channel, where there are a series of YouTube videos teaching us the basics of Latin. I think they are very good, if I do say so myself. Very enjoyable too. And if you do wish to email me for, well, any reason really, don't be shy. It's the history of podcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much, GMZ, for the music. And thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week as we get into the backstory. Oh yes, it's good to be back.